You're listening to The Boz Show, the socially conscious podcast for leaders. All right, Kyle, welcome to The Boz Show. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm pumped to be here. Uh, extremely excited that you invited me and I, I can't wait to get into it, man. That sounds good. So let's talk TikTok. I mean, you are, you grew your TikTok strategy. I've mean, seen your TikTok. You went from uh, a small following to over almost 100,000 now. Um, and you're constantly growing every day. You have a community about positivity. Tell us about that, why you started that and you know, how's the journey been? Yeah, for sure. Um, so to, to really understand why I started TikTok, uh, we have to go a little bit into the past. So I've always been kind of a, an individual who wants to talk on camera. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was younger, I wanted to be a company spokesperson, represent companies, brands, celebrities, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was really, really small, I wanted to be an active. So uh, I've always had a passion for public speaking, uh, talking on camera. Um, and it wasn't until, um, you know, when quarantine hit uh, that I really got into TikTok. I just found myself specifically on Mother's Day, May 8th, um, 2020, um, you know, just making my first TikTok video. And of course, you know, I had understood the stigmas beforehand that it was just a platform where kids go on, just dance, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put up my first video about um, law of attraction, positivity. Um, and I think maybe 20 minutes later, I went to go check out what I was doing. I didn't expect anything crazy, maybe, you know, 50 views, 100 views, maybe. Um, and I had, to my surprise, I was at 3,000, 4,000 views. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just absolutely could not believe in, in such a short amount of time, 30 minutes, um, you know, how many views I could accrue. Um, and I understood that, okay, if I can accrue this many views in 30 minutes, how can I, how many views can I accrue over a long duration of time? So at that point, that's when I kind of shifted my mindset uh, towards TikTok becoming more brand awareness, uh, marketing opportunities, um, and really just building a community in the first place. So, so how was that process? So you started off, you got one video that did really well. But how do you, I mean, I think this is a question. People want to understand how do you scale and how do you grow and, and um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, in terms of TikTok, I feel like it's really, really important to understand your, your particular niche. So a lot of people, they'll ask me, hey, bro, how do I grow a TikTok page? Um, how do I go viral on TikTok? Things of that nature. But what you need to understand is that the TikTok algorithm favors things that are uh, very similar. Mm-hmm. So what's the most important thing is no matter your niche, whether you're a woodcutter, uh, a gymnast, mm-hmm. um, you're in fitness, uh, you talk social media, you need to go in some of these most important hashtags, hashtag fitness, hashtag gym, hashtag, um, uh, you know, uh, positivity, social media, and understand what the top ranked content is, mm. and imitate that content. Um, what exactly was the concept of the video? What sound did they use? What was the color of the text on the video? How long was the video? When in the video did they mm. ask for follow? You need to understand all these different things and imitate it. Um, but put your own creative spin behind it. And then that way, Interesting. TikTok algorithm will pick you up. So you can't just go on to TikTok and just start creating what you feel like is your own thing and uh, and keep doing that. Um, honestly, that's how I started. I just went on to TikTok. I just kind of created um, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's always like, you know, uh, idea post, idea post, idea post. So that's kind of how I started at first. But mm-hmm. as I continued to grow um, and expand my knowledge base just on how the TikTok algorithm works, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I can go more viral if I follow trends rather than me just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, what I found is that in order to kind of go viral, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you really want to follow trends. Now, it's still possible to grow just creating your own content, but it's a lot harder because the algorithm doesn't necessarily know if they have an audience for that content. 
Um, so the easiest way to go viral is to understand the trends, understand what's popular in your niche and simply just imitate it. Mm. Um, not saying yeah. it's impossible to go uh, viral with, um, you know, just original created content, but it's a lot easier if you follow trends. That's, that's really interesting about the imitating. I mean, a lot of people, I think, struggle with that because I think if you have a traditional sort of marketing mindset, you're, you're built your following on Instagram, you want to come back there and do the same thing. And I think even people like Gary, Gary, Gary V, um, they, their content or his content was his own content, the way he did things before. And I'm not sure if he switched it up, but last time I saw it, it was a lot of uh, stuff that was repurposed from Instagram. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if they, he was getting that same engagement as he would uh, if he you know made it for TikTok. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I would say it's, you know, when you're an established figure, it's a lot easier, mm -hmm. a lot more easier, you know? So if you have a little bit of a following on Instagram or a Twitter or a Facebook, um, and individuals really know your name, kind of like a Gary Vaynerchuk, you can easily go to another platform. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you know, um, a high school kid who wants to become an influencer one day, or you're a college kid who wants to speak about his major on TikTok, um, and you're not necessarily known like that, it's really important to follow these trends so you can build a brand, build community and get followers and viewers on your content. Then when you have that solidified base of a quote unquote fan base or a following, mm -hmm. you can then switch that into more original content because you've already done the work in terms of doing the trends and uh, garnering that traffic. Amazing. So, so since you've been growing your content, building out, what is your schedule like? Is it, is it really challenging to, I mean, to produce content and have time to do all of this stuff? How do you, how do you schedule it out and how do you plan it? Um, honestly, at, at this point, TikTok has become a massive business opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm at the point right now where I have a company called the Social Engagement Group um, and we build uh, followings on every single platform. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. Uh, mm -hmm. We do digital marketing as well. So Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Bing ads. Um, and all of that stemmed from TikTok. Mm. Um, all of that stemmed from, uh, you know, me growing a following and then individuals seeing that particular following and say, Hey, can you grow an Instagram following too? Can you grow a LinkedIn following too? Mm. Um, a Twitter following all these different platforms. Um, and it's really led into an opportunity where I have a very wide array of clients, um, in different niches, whether that's simply Instagram, simply TikTok, simply mm. Google ads, Facebook ads. Um, but TikTok was kind of the springboard. Uh, that kind of helped launch that particular facet of my life. So now mm. um, where I'm at, uh, if you if you go to my personal TikTok page, you'll see I haven't posted as much. Um, when I first started, I was posting nine times a day. Um, you said so nine times a day? Nine times a day. So you had to make nine. How did you do that? You made, I mean, uh, nine so videos I, a day? Yeah. <laughs> so I would take maybe, um, and I still do this to this day for clients, I'll take maybe an hour, hour and a half out of my time and simply dedicate it to making content. Um, and with TikTok, you know, it's only about 60 second videos. Um, mm -hmm. So it's from zero to 60 seconds and, and all in between as mm -hmm. well. So you can bang out a good amount of content, especially if you know what kind of content to imitate and to grasp mm -hmm. on. Um, of course, when I first started, I wasn't following trends. So I was just going on pure instinct. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd maybe go to a park for an hour and just simply walk around the park, shoot myself talking. Um, and that's how I was able to bang out kind of nine different pieces of content. But now mm -hmm. that I kind of understand the trends, I'm not necessarily doing that type of content anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's more planned at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you know, just kind of going back to that Gary Vaynerchuk method of idea, shoot, idea, mm -hmm. shoot. And through that particular method, uh, you're able to bang out a lot of content and mm -hmm. your community can give you tips as well. Mm -hmm. um, I used to have a lot of individuals who would comment on my posts 
with questions, comments, things of that nature, and I can make video responses for them. So that's another kind of, I guess you could say cheat code in terms of how you can bang out more content. Interesting. So it did, um, that, that, that's really interesting. So as far as those nine to 10 videos, was there a lot of editing involved? Uh, yes, a uh, huge amount of editing in terms of making sure I had a calm sound, uh, a lot of editing in terms of the text, setting particular durations of the text. So a lot of editing. Um, but at the time, you know, I was, I was banging out nine, nine pieces of content. I was extremely passionate. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just so excited because I had never had a community that was very eager to see my content. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been trying to become a content creator for a very long time. First started on YouTube when I was, I don't know what, 14, 13, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then kind of made my way over to Instagram. Um, you know, so I've always been trying to build a following and with TikTok, I found success. Um, which is really, really amazing because to be honest with you, um, I wanted Instagram and YouTube. I didn't want TikTok. Yeah. So it's interesting that I got TikTok because I, I did not want it. It was just more kind of a, a skim on the moment of, you know, let me just make this video and then seeing that response and then just kind of keep on going. So it wasn't, so this whole idea of idea shoot, you didn't necessarily sit there and plan out the videos to the T. It was more about seeing what's out there and then just putting your spin on it and doing it. Exactly. Exactly. More so now um, in the beginning, not as much. It was more like, you know, I read a concept in a book, wanted to share that with my community. Um, someone asked me a question, wanted to share my response, things of that nature. But now it's specifically what's trending. Okay. I can just apply this to any niche. It doesn't even matter what the niche is, any niche you can apply it to. Okay. Interesting. So now this whole idea of growing a following. So now you've been able to go back to Instagram what have you seen that works on Instagram when it comes to growth? Um, I would say number one is uh, Instagram Reels. You got to mm -hmm. utilize that. And Instagram Reels is extremely easy because if you're on TikTok, you just take those TikToks, take off the TikTok watermark, put it on Instagram Reels. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing content on TikTok, I personally find it easier to edit on that platform than Instagram Reels. You can simply just repurpose that for your Reels. Mm -hmm. um, which will then help you in terms of like uh, your account authority, kind of going more viral with IG Reels. Another important thing that I'd say is Instagram engagement. A lot of people, um, they just post on Instagram. They don't really talk to their community. So for instance, uh, and I always go back to the fitness example, if you're in you know, the fitness niche, the fitness space, and you're putting up you know, pictures, videos of you working out, that's great. But mm -hmm. especially with just regular posts, the only people that are gonna see that are um, just your followers. You may get lucky with hashtags. Now you may draw traffic with hashtags, but the main people who are going to see it is just simply your followers. So one of the most important things that I always tell clients and I always do is going into these particular hashtags, mm -hmm. going into recent and commenting on someone's post that comments that, that posted one second ago, two seconds ago, a minute ago, before anybody even uh, comments on that post. And what I do is a lot of people, when they comment, they'll say, wow, great picture. Wow, mm -hmm. amazing workout. Oh, wow, amazing shot. But I'll comment and be like, wow, I absolutely love the form that you had in this workout. It's so great to see that you can have different forms in terms of, uh, you know, uh, building your bicep. Really excited to see some of the content you post in the future. And can't wait to see some of the other body parts that you use in terms of, uh, you know, building muscle and growth. Keep so, up you, so you get very qualitative with it versus just putting the organic, exactly. I mean, the common post that everyone puts out there. Exactly. And that, that leaves the person kind of scratching their head because they don't get comments like that. So it's like, who, who's this person? Oh, let me go back to their profile. Oh, and especially if your Instagram set up for conversions. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. They, they have some great content. Let me follow. And then think, that's uh, the community. 
I think I forgot what it was called. I think uh, Gary V has this whole. He calls it like the two cents method or something like that. Yep, that's, where that's you're basically exactly. going and leaving your two cents everywhere. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's powerful. So, so when it comes to growth, you really focus on uh, the engagement, uh, but then also the videos. So, talk to me about the Instagram Reel videos. Uh, does Instagram Reel work in the same way and TikTok in the same way in the sense that? there's trending content and there's people that speak about it. How does that work? Yeah. I mean, I would say it, it does work in the same kind, kind of way. Uh, the trends that are on TikTok mo- for the, for the most part can be found on Instagram reels as well. Mm-hmm. I personally think the way that Instagram reels uh, messed up is when they were announcing Instagram reels mm-hmm. uh, at the time I was very uh, pro TikTok. So I was a little <laughs> upset and reels was coming out because uh, they copy everything, you know, stories, Snapchat, Instagram yeah. reels, TikTok. Um, but I thought it was going to be a whole separate app. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought Instagram reels was going to be. I thought it was going to be Instagram and then Instagram reels. Uh, I think where Instagram reels messed up is integrating it with Instagram, because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, not a lot of people go to Instagram reels in terms of getting onto Just the searching, platform, yeah. scrolling your feed, particularly searching for Instagram reels, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like they made it a little hard to even search for Instagram reels in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they kind of made a mistake, not having it be a separate app. But in general, in terms of uh, shifting content from TikTok to Instagram Reels, kind of works the exact same way, except with Instagram Reels, you can use more hashtags. Uh, There's a little bit more of a cutoff point in terms of having that particular piece of content show up on your feed. Um, But for the most part, uh, Instagram Reels is still a great way to kind of get original discoverability, uh, go viral, and just kind of rank your platform in terms of new people seeing it. So as far as the other features go on Instagram, are people... Is, is Instagram the reels the biggest way to grow your following in comparison to everything else? Is there other opportunities there? Like, I mean, are people, is, do picture posts even do well anymore? I don't even know. I mean, I think it seems like pictures are no longer really a thing. Um, and then, you know, Instagram TV and all the different elements. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Pictures, pictures. I mean, I don't really think they rank too, too well. Obviously if you're utilizing the right hashtags um, in terms of sizes, you can still get traffic, uh, you know, with your regular pictures, but, at this point, it's really, if you really want to grow on Instagram, one, Instagram ads, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, first things first, two, Instagram uh, reels, three, Instagram engagement, especially, mm-hmm. and then kind of four, just, you know, stories, regular posts, things of that nature. Um, but I would rank it in that kind of uh, format, especially with, with, with ads, because Instagram, Instagram's, you know, part of Facebook now, um, and Facebook, that organic's essentially gone. Um, at this point. So it's more so an ad-based platform. So if you can utilize and you have the budget for Instagram ads, it's a great way to grow following as well. Nice. So when you talk about following, what, what is your general approach to using Instagram ads? Are you doing, uh, cause I know a lot of people use it for lead gen, right? Cause they want to yeah. generate leads, but, um, you know, not, maybe not a lot of people think about growing a following in the same way, because if they're business oriented, they want, they want leads. So how do you, um, how do you balance the growth with ads? What do you, is it brand awareness ads? Yeah, it's more so brand awareness. Um, and I, I always say this is, um, you know, every single company, no matter what you do, if you're on social media, you're marketing agencies first, mm-hmm. uh, because you have to look at the long-term life cycle of either a customer client or just an individual that wants to see what your brand is about, because we can do 10, 15, 20 pieces of content and not get a lead, not get a sale, but it's not necessarily about that. It's about, consistently showing up to these individuals and providing them value Mm. long enough for them to say, Oh, I remember that one company that I saw on Instagram, um, that now where I'm at in my life, you know, it seems like I need their product. Let me go to them. 
because mm -hmm. they built a, an authentic established relationship with me, mm -hmm. not only in terms of the ads, but in terms of the engagement, in terms of the reels, it all works together. So I think where companies kind of mess up is a lot of companies want to sale immediately, mm -hmm. you know, but you have to realize in order to get that sale, you have to look long-term and build a relationship and a relationship doesn't just happen overnight. Mm. Uh, so I think the most important thing in terms of, you know, companies that want to sell on Instagram or Facebook, et cetera, is you have to build a relationship first. Um, and if you look at it in terms of the long-term, it's really, really worth it. Short-term, maybe not so much. Mm -hmm. Long-term, extremely worth it because you're building brand, building value. And at the end of the day, building a great relationship with your client base. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost like just being with people, right? You know, people, exactly. long-term relationship works out better than just going out there and getting sales. Yep, 100%. So, so now talk to me about, uh, let's pivot a little bit. Let's talk about LinkedIn. Uh, yep. You know, LinkedIn's completely different space. Uh, things are changing, but it's still, it's still a difficult space for many people to understand. And a lot of people don't want to share too much on LinkedIn because they feel it's a professional environment. But let's talk a little bit about, about um, content strategy on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, I mean, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is honestly one of my favorite platforms. Mm -hmm. If I had to rank the platforms, it would definitely be TikTok. And then LinkedIn right after TikTok, um, because LinkedIn's organic growth is just insane. Mm -hmm. uh, the organic reach on LinkedIn is absolutely wild. Um, it, it's crazy to me that I can like a person's post mm -hmm. and then my network will see the post that I liked. Mm -hmm. And if they like that post, their network will see the post that they yeah. like. And it kind of goes on and on and on. Same thing with commenting. Mm -hmm. um, so what I've found on, on LinkedIn is working with a lot of different clients in terms of companies. Um, I have one client, they're an oil and, and gas kind of uh, sustainability company. Mm -hmm. we've been able to grow their following just for their company page. I think it was like 2000 or 3000%. Um, mm -hmm. I got to look at the particular stats, but it, it's a, a crazy percentage simply from engagement. Mm -hmm. So of course, everybody has, you know, content, whether videos, whether posts, whether graphics, whatever it is, but doing engagement, especially on LinkedIn, I would honestly say more so than Instagram, mm -hmm. especially on LinkedIn drives so much traffic in terms of site visitors, in terms of people going to your website, in terms of people liking your content. Because on LinkedIn, remember, you comment once and it's seen a ton of times over and over and over and over again, simply because of the way the algorithm works. Mm -hmm. um, and with all of that exposure, organic engagement, social engagement is king on that platform. So one thing people ask all the time, it's like, what do I post? And I don't have anything to say. I mean, I don't want to say anything that I don't I don't know about it. So what is the content? What should people talk about on LinkedIn? How do they, you know, what should they build? Is it video? Is it writing articles? Um, is it all of the above? What is it? Yeah, I, I personally think it's it's all, all of the above. But at the same time, you have to cater to your own strengths. You mm -hmm. know, not everybody can talk on camera. Not everybody is comfortable with, uh, you know, uh, uh, recording an audio. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people may be good writers. Some people may be good speakers. Some people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, may be very, really good on camera. So you have to go towards what your strength is. Uh, and in terms of what kind of content to make, it's either tell your story or tell what your passion is. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, because there's a lot of individuals that have very unique stories. And it's unfortunate because they don't think that people would want to hear their particular viewpoint, their story. But there's so many individuals in the world that come from a similar background or can relate to your particular story, your content in general. So I would say, you know, if, if you're looking where to start, start with where your passion is, start with what your story is and build off of that. And what you're going to be able to find is there's a, a wide array of individuals within these communities that can relate to you, that want to follow you, that want to hear more of what you have to say because mm -hmm. you're relating to them and you're providing them value. 
Interesting. So we covered TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, and LinkedIn. Now, what other platforms have you seen growth in? You could, is there still opportunities in, in Facebook and Twitter? I mean, Twitter seems very hard. Uh, is there opportunities there for people to go out there and grow? And what is the purpose of those two platforms? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, obviously Facebook is is one of the most giant social media platforms ever in history, which is mm. pretty cool. Uh, Facebook, it, in my opinion, it's organic reach is just gone. Mm. Um, if you post on Facebook, the only people who are really going to see it is your family and friends mm. um, and individuals who just search your profile, you know. Mm. Um, so organic on Facebook is gone. The only way I can see organic still working on Facebook is if you go into different group pages and you advertise yourself or mm. you engage yourself in those pages but even at the same time um, a lot of these facebook group pages they have rules where you can't necessarily advertise yourself like that mm -hmm. so you have to kind of vet these different facebook pages and there's many of them that have those rules so it's a little harder uh, in terms mm -hmm. of organic so really facebook has pivoted themselves into more of an ad platform um, mm -hmm. and in my opinion it's my favorite ad space yeah. uh, more than google ads more than bing ads more than instagram ads i love facebook ads um, simply because of the fact that you can target so niche specifically in terms mm -hmm. of interest, demographics, behaviors, um, as well as the remarketing tool is amazing. So mm -hmm. you can showcase the exact same ad or even A-B test different ads um, towards unconverted traffic, which at the same time will eventually convert and then go into your sales funnel, which is great. Um, and so the, and the price isn't too bad in comparison, even like, you know, price, price is not too compared bad. Compared to LinkedIn, it's, it's, way, it's way cheaper. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and more of a wider audience because, um, especially now as the platform has, you know, gone through its uh, kind of life cycle, it's mm -hmm. aged up. So there's so many individuals from parents, grandparents, uh, business individuals. There's a lot of people on Facebook now more than ever, um, you know, that in terms of, let's say the business world, their eyes are there right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of, um, in terms of Twitter, I would, I would kind of agree with you with Twitter mm -hmm. is that it's, it's a little bit harder um, mm -hmm. to grow on that platform, but really it's the exact same thing, organic engagement, getting into, you know, high thread uh, volume kind of content and putting mm -hmm. your voice out there and letting your, your voice be heard. Mm -hmm. um, but that's really the only way I, I, I always say that the only way to grow on social media is three different ways. Um, mm -hmm. Viral content, which you can't dictate because the mm -hmm. market needs that um, ads and then mm -hmm. three organic engagement. That's the only way. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and a lot of people like, for instance, I, I had a client that was like, oh, you know, I don't want to do organic engagement. I just want to, you know, in one month have 3000 followers. Why can't we just buy fake followers or buy bots or yeah. what have you? Well, what's the point uh, of that? And, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't believe in that because in the long term, when you see accounts that do that, um, they'll have 7000 followers, but their content has 30 likes, Dropped, or 100 yeah. likes, maybe three comments. So there's an there's a unbalance. And I think in terms of the long-term life cycle, 10, 15, 20 years of social media, um, whoever's authentic is gonna win and whoever's inauthentic, they're not gonna win because they took the time to grow that authentic, real community while other individuals are using bots, things of that nature that eventually is going to dry out because they don't have a real real community there. And the interesting thing about doing that too is that you know, if you do do that, you lose your authentic because sometimes you'll be your content is shown to bots exactly. and who cares then, right? You, you don't get the engagement you need. And if you don't get the engagement more, not enough people see it. So exactly. you buy 10,000 followers and it's going to be just shown to a bunch of bots versus your friends. Yeah. You know, you're actually hurting yourself in the long run. It's, it's, it's crazy. So definitely bots are a huge no, no. <laughs> So I appreciate it, Kyle. I mean, you got a whole lot of uh, ideas about social media. I think people can really benefit 
Um, and if they want to connect with you, what are the best ways? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have a couple of different uh, ways to connect. Of course, my TikTok, um, you know, Kyle Cardoza 95. I'm on Instagram, Kyle underscore Cardoza 95. And then, of course, on LinkedIn, Kyle Cardoza 95. Um, but you can also contact me in terms of my email, um, Kyle at socialengagementgroup.com. Um, and then, of course, my business, just the social engagement group on Instagram, LinkedIn, et cetera. Um, and what we do is essentially just grow followings. So LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, as well as digital marketing, building apps, SEO, things of that nature. So full service marketing house. Um, and I just, I just love, you know, helping people grow, helping businesses grow and really kind of making a difference in terms of their follower base and our community. All right. I appreciate it, Kyle. You have a good day. Take care. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to The Boz Show. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, and share.